Welcome, welcome, welcome to another wonderful episode of The Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and I'm going to be leading you from cover to cover of the Bible, and as far as I know, I'm the only podcast doing that, so let's do this explicit fun journey. Um, yeah, how you guys been? I've been stupidly tired, and this releases uh, on the day of the GOT, Game of Motherfucking Thrones, later this afternoon, evening time. Oh my god, I have so little time, so much to prepare. Bingo cards that have been printed, and oh my god, so excited. Um, But before that all happens, you guys can come to church with me <laughs> in this particular podcast. Um, Yeah, business in front, let's do that right meow. Um, shit, what was I gonna, oh, uh, you can find us if you want to send us a message, maybe your own predictions of the GOT or various other things of where the Bible's going. Redemption? I hope so. Um, you can send us an email and at, uh, according to stupid at gmail.com. You can find us on the Twitter sphere at accord to stupid. You can find all these things on the show notes and please leave a review. Uh, wherever you happen to be listening, because it helps people find us, and I like to keep this thing international, which, speaking of which, this shows how international we are. We usually start these episodes off with, who the fuck's listening to this damn thing? So, we're gonna start off with not the top ten countries, but the top six countries that are listening, with number six being Spain, number five, Canada, number four, Brazil, number three, Ireland, number two, Australia, which is knocked down to its second place, but not terribly far away from numero uno, USA. USA, but potentially the US of A might not be leading in the top 10, but they're real close, guys, so uh, now we're on to the cities, the top 10 cities of the people who are listening to this place, uh, which I really appreciate. So, at number 10, we have Barcelona, Spain. Ah, I intend to visit you someday. <laughs> um, Ashburn, Virginia, at number 9. At 8, Rogersville, Missouri? Uh, number 7, Uxbridge, Massachusetts, I believe. Uh, number 6, Dublin, Ireland. Hello. Number five, Star, Idaho. Ooh, you're a little bit of a drive, but not too terribly far from where we're at. Uh, number four, Burton, Australia. Very fun. Number three, Brunswick East, sorry, Australia. Or, hey, congrats. And just a little bit above that, number two, Brunswick, Australia. Not the east, west, north, or south, or whatever. The Brunswick. I'm assuming the center. I don't know. And numero uno, our home away from home, our home now, Boise of Idaho. Yay! Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are so stupid awesome rad um so where were we at last time um we uh, you know we have this friendship with david and jonathan and it's pretty awesome right just going like hey man my dad's trying to kill me <laughs> your dad's trying to kill me what no you're crazy um and they make this little deal of just like hey man if my dad's actually mad at you i'll send you away this way um and if he isn't, then you get this particular message. And I got a little confused with, like, the arrow thing and some other junk. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever. That was interesting. But they're kind of trying to keep each other, you know, kind of alive and things and awesome. And I really kind of like that, that we have this kind of friendship and a story building in this. It's it's nice, as opposed to, you know, rape and death and all the other stuff that we've been kind of throwing ourselves at in this particular bibble. Anyway. Um, so turn your pages or your websites to kingjamesbibleonline.org because I like to read the hard stuff and get confused about the old things. Um, and I also use biblehub.com in order to look up the things that are confusing, and there's a couple. So, here we go. Chapter 22, Samuel numero uno. David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave uh, Adullam. Hmm. 
And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. Uh oh. And every one that was in distress, and every one that was in distress, and every one that was in debt, and every one that was discontented, gathered themselves unto him, and they became a captain over them, and there were with him four hundred men. Okay, so David just brought together a bunch of criminal people, or just people who can't pay the bills. Hey, hey welcome to America. And gathered them together, some four hundred dudes. And David went thence to Mizpeh of Moab, and he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. Seems like a really weird request, right? And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hold. All right. And the prophet Gad... Dumb name, said unto David, Abide not in the home, depart and get thee into the land of Judah. Then David departed and came into the forest of Hereth. Seems more Gad was the one who brought it about, but you know, sometimes you need a mouthpiece for God to go through, despite the fact that he has proven time and again that he can just show up whenever he wants. Uh, when Saul heard that David was discovered and the men that were with him, now Saul abode in Gibeah under a tree in Ramah, having his spear in hand, and all his servants were standing about him. Oh, he's going to make some motherfucking war. It's going to be cool. Uh, then Saul, oh wait, yeah, I think I read that wrong. So Saul heard David, uh, oh, he's there, and then, okay. So Saul's in Gibeah with a spear, and he's just ready to fucking go. So, not David, Saul. Uh, then Saul said unto the servants that stood about him, Hear now, ye Benjaminites, with uh, the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards, and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds, that all of you have conspired against me, and there is none that sheweth, sheweth, okay, that sheweth me, that my son hath made a league with the son of Jesse, and there is none of you that is sorry for me, or sheweth unto me, that my son hath stirred up my servant against me, to lie in wait at, as at this day. So he's like, hey man, is David going to give you all this good shit? No, I'm the one giving you good shit. And all of you are just standing with me. Are you going to stand with me even while my son is betraying me and shit? Uh, then answered Doeg, the Edomite, which was set over the servants of Saul and said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech, the son of Ahitab. Weird. And he inquired of the Lord to the, of the for him, not of him, for him, and gave him victuals and gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Oh, he's still talking, this Doeg guy. Uh, then the king sent to call Ahimelech, the priest, the son of Ahitub, uh, and all the father's house and the priests that were in Nob. And <laughs> hopefully, I wonder if it's bald. And they came, all of them, to the king. Okay. And Saul said, Here now, thou son of Ahitub. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. <laughs> kind of bitchy. Uh, and Saul said unto him, Why have ye conspired against me, thou and the son of Jesse, and that thou hast given him bread and his sword, and hast inquired of God for him, that he should rise against me to lie in wait as at this day? Then Ahimelech answered the king, <coughs> answered the king and said, And who is so faithful among all thy servants as David? which is the king's son-in-law, and goeth at thy bidding, and is honorable in thine house. Good question, man. David's a good guy. What's the, what's the fucking problem? Did I then begin to inquire of God for him? Be it far from me, let not the king impute anything unto his servant, nor to all the house of my father, for thy servant knew nothing of all this, less or more. <laughs> so this guy's just like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> you tell me. 
And the king said, Thou shalt surely die, Ahimelech, thou and all thy father's house. Amen. Big words. And the king said unto the footman that stood about him, Turn and slay the priests of the Lord. Ooh, shit. Because their hand also is with David, and because they knew uh, when he fled and did not shew it to me. But the servants of the king would not put forth their hand to fall upon the priests of the Lord. Oh, good. Because this seems like a backwards-ass way to... Because Saul was first appointed, or not appointed. It seemed very confusing earlier on of like, we want Saul. No, we do not want Saul. You don't want a king. Okay, God, but you do want a king. But, um, okay, which one? Um, this kid. All right. And clearly, he if he's all omnipotent, he would know that this Saul character is just bringing about eventually David. Which, okay, if that's your plan, but why not just choose David? Is this like um, a trial, a test? I don't know. Maybe it is. Fuck. And the king said unto Doeg, Turn thou, and fall upon the priests. And Doeg the Edomite turned, and he fell upon the priests, and slew on that day fourscore and five persons that did wear a linen afod. Woo! He killed 65 people. No, 85 people. Uh, and Noah... <laughs> wow. Wait... wait <laughs> and Nob, the city... And Nob, the city of priests, smote he with the edge of the sword, both men and women, children and sucklings, and oxen and asses and sheep, with the edge of the sword. A little overkill. And one of the sons of Ahimelech, the son of Atub, named uh, Abiathar, escaped and fled after David. And Abiathar, uh, not slew, shooed David that Saul had slain the Lord's priests. Hmm, not good. And David said unto Abiathar, Abiathar, I knew it that day. Oh, well, you could have warned them, motherfucker. When Doeg the Edomite was there, that he would surely tell Saul, I have occasioned the death of all persons of thy father's house. Abide, why, <laughs> again, why didn't you warn motherfuckers, man? That would have been nice. Abide thou with me, fear not, for he that seeketh my life seeketh thy life. But with me thou shalt be in safeguard. Oh, good, thanks, man. Listen, throwing it out there. If only you kept my dad alive. But oh well, whatever, you know, we can't protect everybody. Fucking dumb. Oh well, we're doing our best we can here, I guess. Chapter 23. Then they told David, saying, Behold, the Philistines uh, fight against Kelah, and they rob the threshing floors. All right, so they're robbing all the grain and shit. Uh, Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go and smite these Philistines? And the Lord said to David, Go and smite the Philistines and save uh, Kelah. Hmm, that seemed convenient. (laughs) And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more if we come to uh, Kila against the armies of the Philistines? Okay. Oh, okay, so it's like, oh, fuck, you know, what, what are they against us and what are we against them? Uh, then David inquired of the Lord yet again. Hey, God, question. Sorry, hung up earlier. Didn't know all the questions. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. Just fucking go. So David and his men went to Keilah, 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 and fought with the Philistines and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. Quit killing the fucking livestock. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Yay! And it came to pass when uh, Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, fled to David, to Kelia, uh, Kyla, I don't know, fuck it, Cade place, that he came down with an ephod in his hand, and it was told Saul that David was come to Kelah. 
Uh, and Saul said, God hath delivered him into mine hand, for he is shut in by entering into a town that hath gates and bars. And Saul called all the people together to war to go down to Keilah uh, to besiege David and his men. And David knew that Saul secretly practiced mischief against him. Okay. Uh, and he said, <laughs> secretly, this has just been his biggest fucking thing, man. Like, what secret? And he said to Abithar, the priest, bring hither the Ephod. Then said David, O Lord, God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up unto his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant hath heard? O Lord, God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, He will come down. Not very helpful. So he's asking Isaac, like, am I going to die? Are people going to give me up? Are people going to betray me? Am I going to die today? And all God has to respond is like, he's going to come. I mean, he didn't answer all the other questions. Why not? I mean, is this just a trial of faith at this point of like, you get the semi-bad answer, but you don't get the full answer, and you just got to take what you have at face value and just run with that. All right, we'll see what happens. And then uh, David said, Will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men unto the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, They will deliver thee up. Ah, oh, fuck you guys. Then David said unto his men, which were about six hundred, arose and departed out of Keilah, and went uh, whithersoever they could go. So they fucking fled. And it was told Saul that David was escaped from Keilah, and he forbade to go forth. Okay. So they were like, nope, David's not there. And David abode in the wilderness and strongholds, and remained in a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul sought him every day, but God delivered him not into his hands. Pick a side, God. And David saw that Saul was come out to seek his life, and David was in the wilderness of Ziph in a wood. Fun. And Jonathan, Saul's son, arose and went to David into the wood and strengthened his hand in God. Oh, good. Jonathan can find David, but Saul is having a really fucking hard time. And he said unto him, Fear not, for the hand of Saul my father shall not find thee, and thou shalt be king over Israel, and I shall be next unto thee. And that also Saul my father knoweth. Okay. Hmm. And they, too, made a covenant before the Lord, another one. And David abode in the wood, and Jonathan went to his house. Then came up the Zephites to Saul, uh, to Gibeah, saying, Doth not David hide himself with us in strongholds in the wood, in the hill of uh, Hachilah, which is on the south of Jeshimon? Oh, gee, these spreading of rumors is just fucking fantastic. Now therefore, O king, come down according to all the desire of thy soul to come down, and our part shall be to deliver him into the king's hand. Ah, so these Zephites are doing like, hey man, <laughs> remember who helped you out. And Saul said, Blessed be ye of the Lord, for ye have compassion on me. Nice. Go, I pray you, prepare yet, and know and see his place where his haunt is, and who hath seen him there. For it is told me that he dealeth very subtly. Of course, he would have to. See therefore, and take knowledge of all the lurking places where he hideth himself, and come ye again to me with a certainty, and I will go with you, and it shall come to pass, if he be in the land, that I will search him out throughout all the thousands of Judah. Fun. And they arose and went to Ziph before Saul, but David and his men were in the wilderness of Maon, in the plain of the south of Jeshimon. Oh, shit. Saul also and his men went to seek him, and they told David, uh, wherefore he came down into a rock and abode in the wilderness of Maon. And when Saul heard that, he pursued after David in the wilderness of Maon. Of course, he's just fucking chasing. And Saul went on this side of the mountain, and David and his men on that side of the mountain. And David made haste to get away for fear of Saul. For Saul and his men compassed David and his men round about to take them. 
For there came a messenger unto Saul, saying, Haste thee, and come, for the Philistines have invaded the land. Uh-oh, because there's a fuck ton of them, and they just seem to be raiding the fucked out of just anything and everything. Didn't we kill them, all of them, at one point? Wherefore Saul returned from pursuing after David and went against the Philistines. Therefore they called that place, oh my god, they called that place Selahamahachlath. Selah, I like that. And David went up from thence and dwelt in strongholds at Engedi. Fun. All right, you know what? We're going to do one more chapter. We're going to do one more for you guys, number 24, all right? And it came to pass, when Saul was returned from following the Philistines, that it was told him, saying, Behold, David is in the wilderness of Engedi. Oh, good. Then Saul took three thousand chosen men out of all Israel, and went to seek David and his men upon the rocks of the wild goats. And he came to the sheepcoats, by the way, uh, where was a cave. And Saul went in to cover his feet, and David and his men remained in the sides of the cave. And the men of David said unto him, Behold the day of which the Lord said unto thee, Behold, I will deliver thine enemy into thine hand, that thou mayest do to him as thou shalt seem good unto thee. Then David arose and cut off the skirt of Saul's robe privily. Ha-ha! And it came to pass afterward that David's heart smote him because he had cut off Saul's skirt. Okay. There was a fight and he, <laughs> he cut his pants down, I guess. All right, whatever. And he said unto his men, the Lord, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth mine hand against him, seeing he is anointed of the Lord. Okay, so David's just like, wait, if I kill you, this is not going to go well, and I think God would not like that. So, okay. Because you're anointed, I'm anointed, all this and that. So David stayed his servants with these words and suffered them not to rise against Saul. But Saul rose up out of the cave and went on his way. Okay. David uh, also arose afterward and went out of the cave and cried after Saul, saying, My lord, the king. And when Saul looked behind him, David stooped his face to the earth and bowed himself. And David said to Saul, Wherefore hearest thou men's words, saying, Behold, David seeketh thy hurt? Good question. Behold, this day thine eyes have seen how that the Lord had delivered thee today into mine hand in the cave. And some bade me kill thee, but mine eyes spared thee, and I said, I will not put forth mine hand against the, my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. All right. Moreover, my father, see, ye see the skirt of thy robe in my hand, for in that I cut off the skirt of thy robe and killed thee not. You could have. Know thou, and see, that there is neither evil nor transgression in mine hand, and I have not sinned against thee, yet thou huntest my soul to take it. It does seem a little, you know, I could have killed you, but didn't. Why are you trying to kill me? Well, I mean, I feel threatened, you know, and I admit I threatened you first. Uh, but, you know, now you've kind of showed me, you know, that you could just fucking end my ass, so I'm feeling even more threatened. It, it, I get it. I understand the other side of it, going like, Look what I could have done, and look what I did not do for the betterment of one, gaudy God. And two, you are the appointed person. So did God send you against me? Is this the point? The Lord judge between me and thee, and the Lord avenge me of thee, but mine hand shall not be upon thee. So David is just not, I'm not going to kill you. As saileth the proverb of the ancients, wickedness proceedeth from the wicked. Whew, wonder who made that one up. But mine hand shall not be upon thee. After whom is the king of Israel come out? After whom dost thou pursue? After a dead dog, after a flea. So he's putting himself down. 
The Lord therefore be judge, and judge between me and thee, and see and plead my cause, and deliver me out of thine hand. Fifteen's pretty good. I like this. Twenty-four fifteen? Yeah, twenty-four fifteen's great. That's one could be on a pillow. And it came to pass, when David had made an end of speaking these words unto Saul, that Saul said, Is this thy voice, my son David? And Saul lifted up his voice and wept. Oh, shit. Wait, <laughs> does he regret it? And he said to David, Aren't Thou art more righteous than I, for thou hast rewarded me good, whereas I have rewarded thee evil. And thou hast showed this, shewed this day how that thou hast dealt well with me, forasmuch as when the Lord had delivered me into thine hand, thou killedst me not. Could have, didn't. For if a man find his enemy, will he let him go well away? Wherefore the Lord reward thee good, for that thou hast done unto me this day. All right, so he's like, oh, you kept me alive. Oh, well, you know what? I've been an asshole, pretty much. And it's good that I hope God keeps blessing you with keeping you alive and being a good person, it seems. And now behold, I know well that thou shalt surely be king, and that the kingdom of Israel shall be established in thine hand. Swear now therefore unto me by the Lord that thou wilt not cut off my seed after me, and that thou wilt not destroy my name out of my father's house. And David sware unto Saul, and Saul went home. But David and his men gat them up unto the hold. Uh-oh. Potential badness. Okay, all right, so we finally made a deal. It seems like the war between D and S is finally done. Uh, and that's that's a good thing, I think. All right, that's where I'm going to leave you guys for this particular week. We, we managed a, an average chapter length, or a book length, or episode length. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please send me an email, or read, uh, write a review, or even just leave some stars on Apple Podcasts. It's stupidly easy. Just scroll on down and be like, eh, five, I guess, and then just, done. You leave it. You did the Lord's work that day. Um, and that's all you really need to do. That's it. That's all. That's all I want. For Christmas, at least. Anyway, um, we're going to see who takes the Iron Throne uh, slowly but surely starting this week and for six weeks after. Oh, my God. And it's going to be super rad. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Please tell your friends and enemies about this podcast. And now you've been gospel to by The Stupid. <laughs>